0: Hello and welcome to Liberty Enlightening Story Talk with a Candidate. I'm your host, Noelle Famara, Candidate for Congress in Hawaii, District 2. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about George Floyd and the protests that are leading to martial law. But first, I wanted to start with the fact that I'm a non-denominational reverend, and I'd like us to first start by saying a prayer. Please put your hands together and bow your head. Dear God, times are confusing and dark, and we ask you to take George Floyd into your loving divine light. Let him may... F- find and live eternally with you, that he may be filled with infinite love. Thank you, God, for bringing your Son, Jesus Christ, to us as a beacon of light and hope, showing us that your word and your will is divine. Thank you for sending him to die for the sins of man. Please forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us as well. Lead us not into the temptation of evil and deliver us from evil. As we purify the spiritual self of America and our personal selves, please help us to restore the origins of where we come from, love and unity. Amen. George Floyd is a hero and he's a patriot. On Memorial Day we were reminded of a person whose life was taken based on the racial injustice that our country still enforces and condones. We were reminded that hate still fills our streets and prejudice still casts judgments on others. During times of a pandemic, an economic hardship and emotional turmoil, a man went into a store with a supposedly counterfeit dollar bill. It breaks my heart to know a man was trying to feed his family during a pandemic and killed before he could go home to his family. I just can't take it because I'm an emotional person who has a human heart, you know? I have empathy. And I never thought... And I never... I just... I have compassion. I never thought I couldn't have compassion for people. I don't know how people can't have compassion. So this is really hard for me. This whole situation. Because a man went into a store with a counterfeit $5 bill during a pandemic to feed his family lost his life in front of the world and was murdered. Life is precious and it's hard and people struggle and a man was trying to feed his kid. He had a family. He had people who loved him. And so my heart goes out to his family. My prayers go to his family. But see, there's a message that George Floyd represents, and he represents the systemic oppression and racism that plagues the nation and that has gone too far. It's gone too far with the current administration, and we can see that the justification of that behavior being done through enacting the martial law And i find interesting that the president invokes the insurrection act of 1807 the last president to do that was george bush and yeah it was created by thomas jefferson and you have to understand that jefferson was a republican at the time and he was actually The founder of one of the founders of the democratic party because he knew the republican party was going in a direction that didn't uphold the civil liberties of individuals and was moving towards an oligarchy monarchy tyrannical side and so i find it interesting that thomas jefferson even enacted this legislation and i think it's because he knew things were going to 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 come in upheaval, but if you look at it, he knew how to structure it in a way to keep order. And so the Insurrection uh, Act was unlawfully brought up by the current president to enact martial law. I also find it very interesting that the very people who support uh, the Second Amendment and the taking of guns because of big government is actually being challenged right now because here you have the current president who says he's going to stop big government enacting the big government and using the big government as his protector. We have to also remember that he's been impeached. This is a president that has been impeached. So he will definitely try to um, save his reputation, so to speak and do everything in his power to paint Democrats in a light of shadow. So he's in the light and they're in the shadow. But that is the favorite trick of the dark side, to confuse. So we have martial law that has been acted and we are seeing the takeover of an authoritarian regime in our nation. And it's it's immediate that individuals act accordingly, this election and vote for their local candidates, whether it be the state, the Senate, prosecutors, mayor, governor, you need to really organize. We need to really organize real effectively. We've got a few more months until the general election. So I ask you all to do so. Please note that this will get worse if we don't start organizing more effectively. And we can bring systemic change and we can bring racial justice to the front of our policies if we organize more effectively, rather than reacting the way that the president wants us to act, which is divided. He's using the church to condone behavior that the church um, does not condone. And we're seeing the use of Christianity in a very negative light and this is a time for prayer we definitely must be prayerful I myself am a non-denominational reverend so I I come from a religious background of Christianity as well as Shintoism and Buddhism so I take religion very seriously, and I take spirituality very seriously, and I take this all as a sign from the divine for us to step forward. Sometimes we're challenged with things because it's time for change to happen, and so when we see this darkness, we're reminded that the light isn't far, but we have to be able to have our moral values guide us to restoring our dignity and our integrity. Well, everyone was very afraid in 2012 about the enactment of martial law through the Obama administration, and so you had those, those protests that broke out, which were known as the Occupy Movement, if you're familiar. The Occupy Movement started in about 2012, 2013, and we saw the rise of what could be a militarized state Emerging, and I think that's why individuals were so upset is that Obama had opened the door for this type of tyrannical government to come in. The thing is, Obama's from Hawaii, so he came from a different perspective than most people. He came from a, here in Hawaii, people have a very, uh, you know, aloha perspective, so there's an innocence there that could say, Well, I won't do this, like he did say, Obama said, I won't do this. But it's like if you—that's okay if you don't do it. But what about who comes after you? And that's what we have to ask ourselves when we have presidents breaking the laws or enacting these executive orders. You know, Donald Trump has enacted more executive orders than than Obama did, and that's what Republicans and moderates were afraid were afraid of in 2012. But then you had the re-election of Obama, and so. Really, was that really a problem? We have to ask ourselves. No, the people of the Democratic Party and the individuals that voted for 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 Obama were not individuals who saw that he would enact a type of Donald Trump dictatorial behavior. So they re-elected him. So I really hope they see the difference, individuals see the difference between a Donald Trump and an Obama. Um, You know, people aren't perfect. And I was one of the Obama administration's greatest, largest critics. And I'll tell you firsthand that sometimes humans make mistakes, and I think Obama was one of those people that made mistakes that he wasn't aware of, that came by innocently. I have my own opinions about him. I have uh, my own issues, just like I have. Politics is very personal, just like I have with Donald Trump but i can tell you right now i am seeing the rise of authoritarianism and when you have the president enacting martial law like an authoritarian regime and then calling an authoritarian regime right after such as russia who has interfered and participated with the interference of our elections and the division of our nation you have to ask yourselves what are we going to do and we're going to what we're going to do is we're going to organize we're going to come together and we're going to get him out of there in November and we're going to take back our country and we're going to take back our our democracy and we're going to continue to organize effectively thereafter and build up a Congress and build up a Senate that is willing and able to uphold the values that unite us all, which is liberty and justice for all.